It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo, and we're the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerd's shows and podcasts air on LTN Radio first, and you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long. That's right. So if you're listening to our show on podcasts, you're late and you're missing out on all we have to offer. So check out LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and search and favorite LTN Radio. Today on the show, Matt's been in my head because I meant to tell him that he forgot to do this, but he gets to share 10 things he'd tell his 15-year-old self. Mm-hmm. We also got a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today's Monday, November 23rd, 2020, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It is National Adoption Day. A serious one to start uh-huh. off with. I... We know several families mm-hmm. uh, who have adopted children. Mm-hmm. Or uh, are in the process of or adopting. Or in the process of mm-hmm. them. Uh, some who have adopted multiple children. And uh, so far, none of them regret it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I would love to adopt. Chris is not on board. No. No. He's always said that he fears he would not love another person's child the way that he loves his own children. And that, I mean, I get that. I yeah. get that kind of... And it's not really about him as a person. That's just... Uh, that's one of those kind of existential questions because yeah. you've never thought about like before you have kids, you don't realize how much you can love yeah. a child, mm-hmm. but you also know you don't feel that love for other people's kids. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. so that idea of almost having to kind of learn mm-hmm. to see an adopted child mm-hmm. as your own child, even though you didn't go through the process of pregnancy and birth and all that. I can see that fear. I can understand it. And that makes me admire people who uh, actually adopt children even more because this is, this is a, a huge undertaking emotionally for both the parents and the child. Right. Uh, And it's a whole new life, but it's uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But then you also know my husband, and just think about how he is with other people's babies. Mm-hmm. It yeah. kills me. He's good with other babies. I tell him all the time. Like, <laughs> you see how you love that person's kid? <laughs> yeah, but I can give it back. Okay. <laughs> I love it while it's nice. <laughs> that, that's very true. I love it while it can't talk back. <laughs> um, it's also National Espresso Day. Mm-hmm. 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 It's really got me wanting one of those espresso shakes that we talked about that Sonic is doing right now. Yeah. I have, ever since we talked about it, I've been seeing like commercials and ads for it. I have a coupon for it in my house right now from that garbage pile of coupons that we get every Wednesday. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, I'm just like, 
that just keeps coming in my face. I'm like, one of these days, I'm just going to break down and go have one. So it used to be my favorite thing. I would go to, I would essentially make that myself at Sonic when my wife worked there. I'd go there on Sunday morning. I'm like, hey, give me a chocolate shake and have them put like two shots of espresso in it. So you came up with this. Oh, I totally did. You should have patented it. <laughs> should have patented Pat, patent, patented. Patented. I also made her get, make me a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese burrito with double bacon in it. Mm. Oh, so good. Okay, Back when then. you had the hacker on the inside that could make exactly what you wanted the perfect oh, way. Oh, yeah. That is true. <laughs> I've never had that. You've never had a hacker on the Mm-mm. inside of a fast food restaurant? No. Mm. No. <laughs> I, uh, when I worked at Wiener Schnitzel... I would, uh, we had a, we had a, it was like a long kind of vertical conveyor belt to toast the buns. Mm-hmm. So like you put it in the top and it just yeah. slowly comes out and it pops out the bottom. Well, we found out that we could take a hot dog bun, put a slice of cheese in it, like, you know, rip it in half uh-huh. and put it across and then a strip of bacon and squish it flat and then run it through that thing uh-huh. and make a little grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. Never on the menu, but one of the best things that that building could produce. Smart. Mm -hmm. Smart. (laughs) Wow. Now I'm kind of (laughs) hungry. All right. Well, it's uh, it's been another week. It has been another week. And we are heading into Thanksgiving week. Uh Uh-huh. We are. How's how's life been going for you, Mo? Hey, I have like essentially a six-week vacation. Explain. Well, our district has decided to voluntarily go fully virtual. Mm, virtual. 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 <laughs> We're fully virtual. Maybe it, <laughs> maybe I should stop teaching and start learning. <laughs> virtual. Yeah, we're going fully virtual. <laughs> That's the Tennessee coming out at me. Sometimes it just sneaks up every now and then. <laughs> Fully uh, virtual. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we have this week. Yeah, we have this off period. Yeah, it's this whole week, Thanksgiving yeah. week is completely off, which is so nice. This is the first year that they've given us a full week for Thanksgiving and not just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's true. I never thought about that. It is yeah. true. This is the first full week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm Whoever down for made it. that call, like that person is my hero. If for no other reason than I am sick of trying to help my kid with his math. That's fair. This is first grade math. And I know how to do the work, but I know how to do it the way that I learned how to do it. So <laughs> what's he learning right now? Uh, fact families and um, like using all these different weird boxes and dots and mm-hmm. 10, frames ten frames and things. And I'm like, he's, so, yeah. So he's adding to 10, adding, yeah. Getting to 10, and then adding on yes. to find his answer. And subtraction the same way. Uh huh. Yeah. And I I'm know. Like, I'm teaching it. Right. It's Can ridiculous. You, it's like, it's ridiculous. I'm like, look, I know how to get the answer to this problem, but the only way I know how to solve it does not involve all this work that you have to show. Yeah. So I have to learn how to do the math in order to help Lead him as he's doing at home. I feel like I just need to sit in with the class. Yeah, you I probably just need to be should. online. To be totally honest, but won't it's I, not a bad but idea. But I'll feel like a weird creeper parent in the background. Well, was your dad always? <laughs> <laughs> just 
You don't have to watch <laughs> the teacher. Just listen to yeah. what she's saying because yeah. that, you know, being the educational assistant, but mm-hmm. my lead teacher has a kindergarten class that she has to in live person teach Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. So I have to teach our first graders. So what I do is on Thursday and Friday, when she actually, the teacher gets to teach our first graders, I sit and I am a student and I listen to everything Mm -hmm. that she says and I write it down and I'm like, okay, this makes sense. I get this. Okay. So that the following Monday and Tuesday, when it's my turn to review all the things that we learned Thursday and Friday, I've got all the jargon down. Mm -hmm. I've learned it. Because then it makes sense. It's a little bit easier. What makes me even more upset about it, though, is that I know my my kid knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He's really good at math. But every time we sit down and we start to work on something, he just goes into, I'm just going to guess, mode. And I'm like, come on, dude. I am not asking for your best approximation. I'm asking you to figure the problem out. Yeah. (laughs) The answer is not the answer they're looking for. The answer is work it out to find the answer. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And that is the big thing. Work it out. Yeah. Yeah. So we have this whole week for Thanksgiving. And then after that, on the 30th, we start three weeks of virtual learning. Which will be the rest of the year, right? Yeah. Well, that'll take us to winter break, which is on December 20th. And so then we have three weeks of winter break. Winter break. And then we aren't supposed to go back to in-person until January 11th. And how likely do you think that is? What, that we'll be gone the entire time? That we'll go back to in person. Um, honestly, I think that it's it's probably pretty likely that yeah. we'll go back in person. But I think we will be back in person until spring break. And we'll have something similar to this around spring break time again, where we'll have three to off. four weeks off. Uh, now, I do, I do appreciate that they actually explained why they were doing this mm-hmm. in the memo because it made me get it mm-hmm. and agree with the decision. Because mm-hmm. right now we're not in the place where we have to close down. Mm-hmm. But because things are trending that direction, they made the decision that um, if the state closes us down, then we have to meet as a county a bunch of different specific milestones before we can open back up which includes going back to green right which mm-hmm. we are nowhere near none yeah. of the counties in new mexico are yeah. now but if we voluntarily close down then we get to choose when to come back no exactly. matter what the case mm-hmm. so i uh, the way they laid that out instead of just kind of leaving it all up in the air which most of these things tend to be it's just like well we know why we're doing this but we're not going to tell you why we're doing mm-hmm. this uh laying it out for me at least made me agree with the choice they made yeah because it is likely that it would happen anyway relatively soon we got the news as staff members on tuesday afternoon we got the news and initially like we had we knew something was in the works tuesday morning but it wasn't until at the end of school last tuesday that we heard exactly why and so the whole day we're like i can't believe we're doing this again oh this is so frustrating blah 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 and then we all sit down and our principal explains to us the standards and and you know what it means um multiple schools within our district are our district is already on the state watch list right because we have so many cases multiple schools within our district were one positive case away from putting us over the edge for the state to shut us down. Yeggers. So all it took, all it would have taken was one positive case. Yeah. So as a district, they were like, okay, we're keeping this in our control. (laughs) We're shutting down. Smart play. Yep. 
Smart play. I was grateful. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, uh, behind the scenes in my life, we've been trying to figure out uh, our upcoming plans for December for the radio station, mm-hmm. uh, for LTN Radio. we got a lot of things coming up. There's going to be changes for December, and pretty much just December. Uh, I'm, I'm having a hard time saying December. Uh-huh. We've got a little <laughs> bit of a lisp going on there. December, we're going for a virtual. <laughs> uh, it's Monday, y'all. <laughs> but uh, most of the shows, most of the shows that air on LTN Radio, most of the, the podcasts and shows are taking a break for December. Uh, they they usually take a month off. Uh, they don't normally do it all at once. Uh, but this year, because everything, the way they've done the shows has had to change for the radio station, uh they just kind of decided, hey, let's all just take a break, regroup, and then come back and and really do everything perfectly. Because there's even a couple shows that haven't actually aired new shows on the station yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Humans of Gaming hasn't had a show in a long time, and they haven't been on the station other than in the LT and Rewinds, but those are old episodes. And then the Pull List hasn't had a new show with Chris and Hector. They've been actually airing... Um, exclusive interviews from LTN con that didn't like disseminate freely for everybody. Uh, so, you know, there's still a little bit of behind the scenes work of acclimating to the new format. Right. Um, and so they're going to, they're going to be taking a break, resetting there and, uh, preparing to launch in January. But we also have Christmas music starting and figuring out how that's going to work. My favorite time of year. We've got to replace, shows in that time slot those missing time slots uh so friday friday afternoons beginning the week of the 7th but that's a monday so whatever that what's five days beyond that <laughs> i don't Math know it's hard 12 uh, the 12, 12. yeah uh-huh. so beginning on the 12 plus 7 is 14 and then yeah. take away two <laughs> <laughs> so the 12th of December, Mo and I will start taking over um, Friday afternoons with our our special four week run of uh, we still haven't figured out an exact name of it, but the, mm. the back row afternoon show or whatever, uh, something like that, which we will actually get to air live, like record live on Twitch earlier in the week. So if you are a subscriber to the Love Thy Nerd Twitch channel, Twitch dot tv slash love thy nerd then you'll be able to join along you'll be able to chat with us we'll we'll have live chat we'll we'll take your questions all kinds of fun stuff it'll be a bit of a different show than it is in the in the mornings uh we're gonna do a lot of fun stuff and that's also where we're going to do the one chip challenge y'all and they just those those little coffin boxes have been burning a hole in my desk at home ready ready to come out uh, but yeah, we're going to be working on that. And then uh, on the Wednesday afternoons, where Free Play usually airs every week, we're looking into like spotlighting a few other podcasts that aren't a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network, but come from other members of the Love Thy Nerd community. Uh, so, you know, personal podcasts out there that uh, we want to spotlight. So we're, we're, we're kind of we're still picking what shows those are going to be. But we're asking, them, hey, send us your best episode. We'll uh, spotlight it this Wednesday on the radio. So that'll be pretty cool. We're Kinda excited cool. about that. 
Uh, so yeah, all that's coming up. But uh, the first thing that is coming up, the first difference, will be this week. We have decided on Thanksgiving Day, all day, no shows, just Christmas music. <gasps> Best day ever! All day Thursday. And then beginning on Black Friday, we'll kind of just pepper it in throughout the day up until uh, 10 days before Christmas Eve. And so we'll have those 10 days uh, in the evenings. We'll it's have too long. <laughs> in the evening, we'll have uh, our, t- we'll start our 12 nights of Christmas. So after our afternoon show, all night will be, uh, be on there, will be Christmas music. And then, of course, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, all day Christmas music. And then Christmas morning, actually, we're going to do something a little bit different than we've done in the past. We're going to be going to our Love Thy Nerd community. Uh, we're going to start with the Fellowship of the Nerd, which is a group of people who actually donate to Love Thy Nerd or LTN Radio. And we're going to ask for your actual favorite Christmas classics, not Christian music, but specifically, but everything, all the, all your favorite Christmas songs from every artist, every genre, uh, from every decade, and we're gonna so, put together. So, so we can play Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. We definitely could. <laughs> <laughs> right, right next to Alvin and the Chipmunks and yes! all that. So we're gonna on Christmas morning from uh, probably probably twelve. A.M. to 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. We're going to be playing Christmas classics. Christmas classics all morning. Best of Christmas. Pretty much. So we're excited about all of that. December is just going to be dang fun month is what yeah. we're saying. Yeah. And so that's what we've been planning. That's taken up most of my week. <laughs> that's fair. A <laughs> lot of meetings, a lot of discussion. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming up. So I hope you will continue to keep LTN Radio uh, on in the background of your life uh, and let us be your soundtrack all winter long. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, what's the Thanksgiving plan this year? Hmm? But first, a new back row binge watch. Stick around. Stanford prison experiment, 21 out of 21 students, when given absolute power, abused and tortured their fellow students. My competitor likened people to pure falling snow. I would respond, there is none righteous. No, not one. Now, I realize Mr. Simmons' quote was from the great Franz Wickmeyer. Mine was just from a simple desert handyman named Jesus. In episode 9 of season 1 of Community, we see Annie rope in Jeff to join the debate team to go up against Jeremy Soulpatch Simmons and the City College debate team over the question is man basically good? Now this is a debate that we've been having as humans for as long as humans have existed. Are we basically good or are we evil? Now Jeff did already point out that Bible verse that says none of us are righteous, but does that actually answer the question of whether or not we can have a good nature more more often than not. Because of course, whether you're a believer or you're not, we all do good things. We all have times in our lives where we're actually fueled by positive motives, which is why a lot of people, even believers, tend to think that entry into heaven is going to be largely based on our works if our good outweighs our bad. But the problem is we can't be judged just based on our actions. We also have to be judged based on our motives and our thought life 
And honestly, even when we're doing really good things, sometimes we're doing it with the wrong spirit or doing it begrudgingly because we feel like we have to. That's when the Holy Spirit chimes in and asks you, Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Now, people want to argue this point. People want to say, no, I am really good. And that's fine. If you want to be stuck in that mindset, that's okay. But in reality, we all know that deep down, we're inherently selfish. Now, we wouldn't want to come out and just say that we're inherently evil because evil is such a powerful word, but that's not exactly what evil means in this instance. Evil simply means not of God. That's what we're talking about here. And when we are acting in our own self-interest above others, putting ourselves first, that is an evil act. We worship ourselves. We worship celebrities. We worship other people in our lives, romantic partners. We put them all in the place of God, and that skews our morality. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.29, Behold, I have found only this, that God made men upright, but they have sought out many devices. God did make us and qualify us as very good, but from the very beginning, we've messed that up with our sinful intentions. But even then, God refused to let us go by sending his son to come and die sinless for our sins. Any sin makes us unrighteous, but God is good and grace is real. So in comparing ourselves to God and the goodness that he holds, it's all right to say, man is evil. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. If you're listening on the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours, and we'd love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That is right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and then simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. (laughs) Before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Bring it. Uh, About espresso. Yes. Mm -hmm. Espresso is both the drink and the name attributed to the brewing process from which the drink is created. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. The espresso originated in Italy over 100 years ago. Angelo Moriando is created with the earliest known example of an espresso machine in 1884, while Luigi Bezerra devised and patented several improvements in 1901. <laughs> you can't even get mad at me for this. You you picked your own facts yeah, here. Yeah, I know. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I used to pick facts specifically with words hard to pronounce for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Often incorrectly pronounced as espresso. Espresso. Mm-hmm. Espresso is Italian for to express. I mean, it makes sense still. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A single shot of espresso requires about 42 coffee beans. Also put you on the express train to the bathroom. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And espresso is used as a base for specialty coffee. Blended with milk, espresso is used to create menu items such as flat white, latte, and cappuccinos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is why typically when you get that somewhere else, though, it's still like it's like a full of ice cream or ice or whatever. It's like a big old frothy drink. That's why when I went to Blackwater for the first time. Not realizing though that they're doing coffee like the real way here and ordered a caramel macchiato. I got this tiny little 
shot a thing that was still so potent I didn't taste any caramel or any anything in it. Uh, but the reason why I like uh, I almost said espresso. The reason why I like espresso more than normal coffee is because I can just gulp it down real quick. Yeah, because I don't like the taste. I do not like do not like the taste of espresso <laughs> I do. whatsoever. Sam, I am. <laughs> I do not like it. But if I need that jolt, I need that express uh, energy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can just like five hour energy that stuff. That's just true. One gulp and it's gone. Yeah. Yep. Five, uh, hour, five hour energy also works, but it's I, bad for you. I like espresso. Espresso is <laughs> espresso is uh, better see, for you. See. I think you did it too just now. No, I definitely said espresso. All right, before we get on to the main topic, we want to remind you that the Back Row Morning Show, us, this this show, here, right now, we're just one (laughs) of several podcasts in the Love the Nerd Podcast Network. We are the Diet Nerd Show. We don't usually go full nerd, but the rest of our shows do tend to go full nerd. Today, we want to give you a little taste of our Wednesday... Nope, nope, we're not... Are we? Yeah, we are. I'm sorry. (laughs) Getting ahead of myself. We're going to give you a little taste of our Wednesday evening show, Free Play. Uh, This is starring Bubba, the other Matt, the the first Matt. Technically, I'm the other Matt. The Matt that started Love the Nerd. The OG Matt. And Kate. Uh, Take a listen what goes on over there. Hey, let's talk about the things that we've been playing. We like to yeah. do that here on the Free Play we'll Podcast. We love to do that. We love to do that. And Kate's been playing. Yeah, well, here was what I was going to tell you earlier, Bubba, but save it for the podcast. Oh, that yeah, I can't wait. As you know, I pre-ordered Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like be- legit. I legit pre-ordered legit. it, not the day before. I pre-ordered it like uh, however long before. Some you would time. assume that that weeks. would mean that it would arrive on release day, would you not? No, not for you. Well, it didn't. So I. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? It, what? Where, where did you pre-order it from? Amazon. Yeah, that's, Internet, dude. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, now I've learned my lesson because I pre-ordered it on Amazon. You pre-ordered it they, from the Amazon. The Amazon. The yeah, that's smile, not smile. You got to go to smile. I did not go to smile. Amazon. Love thy nerd because not I forgot. I forgot. They make you do it like a bunch of times. That's not the point. The point is that I did all this work for like a week before to make sure that I had. I could basically take the entire day off the day that Valhalla came out to play it then it did not come that day oh you didn't get it day one i didn't get a day one and i i was checking the orders like where is it where is it where is it you know like i'm starting to get really anxious and it said first it was it was like oh it'll be here by 11 p.m then it said by 9 p.m and i'm like oh it's getting closer i mean those are not ideal times like for this game 11 p.m but i wasn't going to complain that's way past my bedtime Deliver at all. I've, I've never had that happen before. But, <laughs> okay. but either way, I was like, whatever, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to get the game. I'm getting it on day one. Then I checked to be like, oh, it's coming, you know, and it said, we're sorry, your package has been delayed. We do not know when it will arrive. It could arrive tomorrow. If it doesn't arrive after two days, you can, you're eligible for a refund. And I was devastated inside. Mm. I literally, I was laying on the floor face down, like, <laughs> There's a picture that Tyranny posted of her son, Calum, laying on the floor, and it looks exactly like what I was doing. Yeah. I need to re- recreate the picture and then compare it to Calum's photo. I can see it. I can I was so sad. I legit, this. I was laying on the floor going, <sighs> oh, it didn't come. And 
Stephen's like, well, maybe you should have got it like from another place where you could have picked it up. And uh, I just well, imagine Stephen standing over <laughs> you and going, "This is the woman I love." This I'm like why I devastated because Assassin's Creed Valhalla didn't come on day one. There are bigger problems in the world, and <laughs> I was so upset that it didn't come. It ended up coming the next day, but then here's the weirder part. I got a call, you know, on the phone from okay. that Seattle yeah. number that I'm I realized just now device. is yep, is is <laughs> Amazon calls because I've ignored the call so many times and now I know it's Amazon. Okay, so I frantically calls? answer. I'm like, hello. And it was, a, Who is it? It, was Who a, is it? it was a guy. It was clearly like the driver. He was like, do you still want your package? I'm like, yeah. When's it going to get here? And he's like, oh, I'm five minutes away. What time was this? I'm... 11. I have so many questions. No, a.m. the next day. Do you I... still want your package? Yeah. And then when I said, where is it? He said, I'm five minutes away. So if I had said, no, I don't want it, would he have just turned around? Yeah. Um, what, okay, wh- what is your question? Okay, wh- <laughs> why does Amazon call you? Because I've got a call from Amazon. Here's the here's why they call is because they're like, where do we deliver your package? People cannot deliver At my house. Thank you to my house no. because of where my house is and what it. Kate, shares. you gotta remember, Kate lives in Waterworld. Okay, mm. I live by the water plant, so they're like oh, do we take it to the water plant? And I'm like, no, you give it to me at my house. And they're like, so we put it in front of the water plant. And I'm like, no, you give it to me at my Throw house. Throw it in the water. <laughs> Throw it in the water, please. This is, I, I put in, you know, you can put the directions in on Amazon, like delivery instructions. It's all in there. But what matters most is not, you know, the situation. What matters is that I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's in my hands. I've put some time into it. How many times? Um, two times. Okay. 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 How, but how much time each time? A couple hours. Okay. I've gosh, made it past question. I don't know. You know, that you a couple of hours. Time? She loses track of time. Are okay, we talking like handful... my couple of hours or no, Matt's no, couple no, of hours? not neither of your couple of hours, Ooh. my couple of hours, which is like three hours. Okay. It's more than usually my couple hours. <laughs> so <laughs> Matt's couple of hours is Bubba, an hour. Your couple hour. of hours is eight hours. hours so no, my couple it. of hours is eight hours. Also, Bubba's is 13 and a half couple hours. That was how long? <laughs> Two days in a row. Yeah. Save it for the podcast. Oh, that's ridiculous. I, I like the game. It's fun. There were some audio issues, some weird stuff, but it went away when I restarted my PlayStation <clears throat> and the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, beggars can't be choosers. They I was literally begging and laying on the on yeah, the yeah. Beggars actually are yeah, you actually were, well, you weren't begging; you were buying. I like the game. If you liked Odyssey or, or Origins, you will probably like this game as well. At least from what I'm seeing so far. What um, if I like Animal Crossing? You won't <laughs> like this game. You're gonna love it. <laughs> you won't like this the other game. AC. Thank you, air conditioning. Yeah, just so, wait till KK Slider comes to your oh <laughs> Viking yeah, ship. Yeah, once KK comes to your settlement, then you'll know that there it is. the credits for roll. But... Yeah, okay, great, I'm in. You can catch new episodes of Free Play on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central, and you can subscribe to the Free Play podcast pretty much everywhere. All right, so hey, uh, the last time you and I talked about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade... Yeah. It was off. 
Yeah. It was canceled. What? Are you about to make me super happy? Um, um, maybe 50% moderately happy. happy. Moderately. I'll, I'll guarantee moderately. Okay. It's not off anymore. Okay. 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 There is no crowd. Okay. Okay. They're not walking that whole route. Okay. But they are still advertising, not advertising, they're still uh, 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 broadcasting. Uh. Broadcasting the parade from that like central thing in front of Macy's. Where everything so far that I can tell that is normally in the parade will still come through that path. Really? They will have balloons. They will have uh, floats. They will have Broadway acts and musicians. That's exciting. I don't know. The only thing I haven't seen is uh, whether or not they're having like high school bands like they typically do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, But everything from what I can tell, they're still doing it. They're doing a very short route and they're not allowed. There's like they're not allowed to have parade goers out there watching right but they're going to have a broadcast parade with most everything that we're used to awesome all the way up through santa claus so i'm excited yeah i'm super excited can i can i just share something with you absolutely yeah i talked to okay so i told you that with my fifth grade class sometimes i do like wheel of fortune during yes uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so one of the puzzles that i did last week was Thanksgiving Day Parade, okay? And they're like, what is the Thanksgiving Day Parade? I've oh. never heard of a Thanksgiving Day Parade. I know. My, like, my heart. heart <laughs> seriously, my heart broke. And I said, you guys, you've never heard of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? The what? <laughs> and I'm like, you're kidding, right? No, we don't watch parades on Thanksgiving. So you wow. bet your bottom. I looked up last year's parade and stuck it up on the projector real big so that they could watch 2019 Day Parade. They actually really did enjoy it. They were really impressed seeing all the, um, like they got to see Olaf and SpongeBob, Snoopy. So they're like, really? This happens every year? And I was like, yes, it has happened since 1904, guys. 1904. It is one of the... Oldest traditions in yes. America. Where and where are they at again? We're in New York City, New York, and I'm having to explain to them because last year it was windy, and so the floats or the balloons they were lower to the ground are yeah. low to the ground. Yeah. yeah, so I'm having to explain to them. You know, usually they're up most of the time taller than even the buildings that they're walking past. They're up in the air and they're like, for real, how do they get them up there? And so then I'm like pointing to the strings and you see all these people under the float. They are walking it by (laughs) these strings. That's really cool. But then I'm like, you guys, you're 10 years old. You've lived a decade. (laughs) You've missed a decade's worth. Yeah. What's going on with their parents, which I'm sure most of them are our age. Yeah. What's the deal? Exactly. What's the deal? I I don't know. (sighs) I know. It made me really sad. Nobody has any any sense of nostalgia anymore. No. But now I'm really happy because I did tell them that I didn't think we were having the parade this year. Yeah. And one kid was like, well, I don't have cable, so I can't watch it anyway. And I was like, if you have television, you will be able to see it. Right. It's, it's not on, on the cable. main. It's yeah, on the it's on the network, main NBC. television channels. <laughs> so anyway. It's also online. Like, they've been broadcasting it everywhere these last few years. True. All for free. Uh, so there are two new balloons this year. Ooh. One is uh, the Boss Baby. Okay. For some reason. Okay. I think they're still making like a... 
Oh, they're making the Boss Baby 2. That's why. Okay. Boss Baby 2, family business in theaters next year. Mm. But the other one is Red Titan from a YouTube show called Ryan's World. Have you seen oh, this show? No, I haven't seen it, but I know of it. But you know of it. This is a a child empire. There are a billion toys, most of which are super dang expensive. Yeah. He's got channels on all kinds of Roku, all kinds of Amazon, Kindles, everywhere. This kid started four years ago just like at, uh, reviewing toys mm-hmm. on YouTube. In four years' time, he has a balloon in the Macy's Day Parade. Why are you shocked? I'm upset about it. But why? This is not fair. I I agree. (laughs) I agree. And I've had to watch this stupid show because my kids are addicted to it. I'll give it to the kid, Ryan. Ryan's pretty good on camera. His parents, in the four years they've been doing this, are terrible on camera. They have not... They have not gotten any better as actors or anything. They've hired people to be on, and they're much better. Wow. <laughs> like, just put the parents away. Let them go in the back. Let them work behind the scenes. Just interact with these guys. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how big this got and how fast. Yeah. Especially because... The reason he started doing it is because there were already a ton of kids doing that. There were already a ton of kids on YouTube reviewing toys. Mm -hmm. And he just asked his mom one day, why can't I do that? And so they did that. And he became the most popular one almost instantly. And I don't even want to think about how much money that family makes every year. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it's... Significant. A nice pretty penny. <laughs> uh, let's see here. No new balloonicles, which are vehicles that are also balloons. But we have a couple new floats. Uh, new Big Turkey Spectacular uh, from Jenny O. It's the oh. the you know the turkey meat yeah. company. Uh, it's got like uh, fan dancers and stuff all over it. It's like a what are those called? I don't remember. I don't know. Stage acts, you know. Whatever. Uh, Then we got Christmas in Town Square from Lifetime. Lifetime used to be television for women. I don't think that's their slogan anymore. I don't know. I know that Hallmark teaches you how to get a man, and Lifetime teaches you how to kill them. Right. (laughs) Well, that just reminds me of that Jim Gaffigan joke, which is one of my favorite jokes. He said, Lifetime, television for women. How come... If if it's television for women, how come there's always a woman getting beaten on that network? Dang. It's like in a Lifetime original special. Yeah. Meredith Baxter Burney gets beaten with a rod. The Lifetime original rod. <clears throat> because like, she always comes back to <laughs> revenge. Uh, next up, her future is stemsational. It's a, uh, st- well, you know what stem is, right? The... Science, Science, technology, technology, engineering, and and mathematics. Mm -hmm. It's focusing on getting females in in, uh, the STEM programs uh, and spotlighting, um, like specifically the float is spotlighting a a black woman in the NASA program, 
which there was a movie about this, and I'm sad I don't know more about it now off the top of my head. There was a movie about this where there was like several black women earlier, like several decades ago, that helped the uh, early NASA projects along. Uh, I'm sorry. I should have looked this up more. Um, But anyway, that's what it's focused on. Really cool, empowering type thing in uh, the STEM field. And then lastly, Tom and Jerry's Tourist Trap. Hey, I love Tom and Jerry. Which is like this. It's like a beat up road with yeah. uh, construction vehicles. And and uh, which one's the cat? Is that Tom? Tom Cat. Tom Cat. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's being run over by the steamroller. Yeah. While Jerry laughs on top of a uh, hot dog cart. Yeah. Brilliant. So <laughs> I don't know why there's a Tom and Jerry thing. Doesn't say anything about a new Tom and Jerry movie or anything this year. But if even if there was, why? Because, I mean, it's over by now, mm, right? Am I right? uh, My kids still like Tom and Jerry. folks. Okay, fine. My kids never like Tom and Jerry. We've tried. Try to get them. There's a lot of uh, performers, and I know none of them. I'm going to go through them here and see if I recognize even one. Well, tell me the names. You want to know the names? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is Charlie D'Amelio on there? I don't know. It's it's one at a time. So here we go. Uh, Allie Brooke. No, don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> Bebe Rexa. Don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if I hear any of the names that my fifth graders say. Brett Young. No. Bet he's country though. Looks like it. He's wearing a jean jacket, so I'm assuming. <laughs> Brett Young. That might be country. profiling, but sometimes profiling works. Yeah. Camille Schreier. Is she Priscilla's daughter? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> She promotes the STEM field. Okay. We talked about. Uh, Cinco, but without the I. So C-N-C-O. Looks like a Hispanic boy band. Is there five of them? There is. Makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This one I've never heard of. Dolly Parton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yay! Dolly's gonna be yay. there. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Jordan Sparks. Okay, okay. I know that name. Yeah, I know that name. Why there aren't they go. leading off with the big names? <laughs> Maybe those other people are the big names, and we're just say. way out of touch. <laughs> Carol G, and this is Carol with a K. Oh, no, nope. Kiki Palmer. Nope. Lauren. Aliana. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Lauren Elena. Elena. Okay. She's from American Idol. American Idol season 10. Yeah. Okay. 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 She's also country. Oh, Leslie Odom Jr. I know that one. He was in Hamilton. He's, he's, oh, okay. He's, he's Burr. Aaron okay. Burr, sir. Uh, I like that. I like that. New York City Ballet is going to be there. Awesome. Patty LaBelle. Hey. The godmother of soul. Seriously, Miss why Patti is she LaBelle. not number one? I feel like this should be number one. It's Pentatonix. Oh why yeah. Why wouldn't that be number one? They're still they're still the big the big boys. Well, and girl. Uh, let's see. <laughs> at least at Christmas time. I yeah, mean. at Christmas. I mean that's that's their that's yeah. their claim to fame here. Sebastian Yatra. Nope. Sophia Carson. Nope. Tori Kelly. You know Tori Kelly. I recognize Tori Kelly. I mean, the name sounds familiar. I know that I, I, but I don't. 
she's uh, not technically a Christian artist, but gets in that vein. I'm pretty sure she sang uh, along with uh, For King and Country and okay. Kirk yes. Franklin yep. in that Together song. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and she actually won Best Gospel Album Grammy in 2018 hey. for Hiding Place. Uh, and she her first holiday album, A Tori Kelly Christmas, uh, came out this year, which I haven't seen, so I need to go find that. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Several, several that I'm yes. all right with. Several that I could care less about. Well, They'll they're also, probably for like the kids. Sure. You know. They'll also be clowns and many street performers. Uh, police department. Oh, okay, there's a couple bands. Uh, here we go. They didn't have this section when I looked last time. Uh, police department, city of New York, uh, band. Okay. It's a weird thing to have, in my opinion. Mm. Why would the police department have a marching band? Same Fire reason. department, pipes and drums. Yeah, same reason that the Air Force has taps. Yeah, okay. You know what? I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't look like... This is West Point, and that's a military academy. Uh-huh. So it looks like they might just be sticking with uh, like those organizations when it comes to bands instead of having high school, high school bands yeah. come in. Yeah. Which is it's, it's a little sad, because that's like a big deal it for marching It is a big deal, bands. but... I don't know of any bands, at least local, that have really been able to practice. That's true. That's true. I bet it's the same way everywhere else. Yeah. Um, I know Clovis got to be, our our hometown of Clovis got to be in that. I know. Not. Whoa, man. You're about to age yourself, huh? Very sad, (laughs) sad, one of those sad realizations. Wasn't too long ago. You know, it was a few years before I got to the high school. Oh, man, that was so long ago now. Yeah. I just get to that moment where you just kind of forget how old you are. Like, high school wasn't that long ago. Sure, it was. We're coming up. Nearly half your life ago. We are coming up on our (sighs) 20-year reunion. Oh, shut up, Mom. Yeah, that's like... (laughs) I don't want to hear this. That's kind of crazy to think about it. old. And speaking of us being old, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, 10 things I would tell my 15-year-old self. But first, five not cool things. Stick around. What's up, everybody? It's Station Manager Matt, and this is five not cool things. Number 36, that cereal companies say part of a complete breakfast and show you this large breakfast with a bowl of cereal in the middle when in actuality, the breakfast would still be considered complete before you added the bowl of cereal. Number 37, the cruel fate of being clever and alone. Number 38, people who assume that because they have stepped out of the room, even though the door is still open, that we can no longer hear you talking on your cell phone at full volume. Number 39, subtle hints. And number 40, that I've never unwrapped a Butterfinger that was in one piece. Those are five not cool things. But you know what is cool? Taking time during this full year 
of some of just the, the worst scenarios we've had to live through and looking for the things to be grateful for, looking for the things to be thankful for, looking for the blessings God has given you in all the mess of the world around us. Because believe it or not, he's still there and he's still blessing us on a daily basis. And so in the good times and the bad, we should be grateful. With little and with much, we should be grateful. And in all circumstances, we should praise our God. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music that we have playing throughout, too. Uh, We're going to play a quick round of Who Said It? This time it's a bit different than we've been doing in the past weeks. We're playing a round specifically for Mo. (gasps) It's a Friends edition. What? But instead of like, did this person or this person say it, it's all of the friends. You have to pick which one said it. Ooh, dang. Out of all six of them? Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So let's see here. We got how much time? We got plenty of time. It's like a 12 minute thing, but there are 30 of these. So we're going to want to go a little quick. (laughs) Okay. All right. Here we go. Pivot. Ross. Correct. I'm hopeless, awkward, and desperate for love. Oh, man. I'm hopeless, awkward, and desperate for love. Chandler? Correct. Is it obvious I'm wearing six sweaters? <laughs> uh, Joey. Correct. Has anyone seen my left boob? <laughs> Monica. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you love divorce so much, you're going to marry it. Oh, Phoebe, Phoebe, oh gosh, Phoebe. Correct. Yes. I'm curvy and I like it. Uh, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Will, take off your shirt and tell us. (laughs) Phoebe. (laughs) I'm trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jill Goodacre. Uh Uh-huh, Chandler. Yeah, I remember that one. No, you don't know the system. Oh, man. <laughs> no, you don't know the system. Uh-oh. It seems obvious to me. Really? Like, I don't remember the line, but just from context, it seems obvious. Okay. No, you don't know the system. Mm. Ross. I'm pretty sure it was Monica, but it won't tell me. But it wasn't Ross. Oh. Uh, you will always be the guy who peed on me. Monica. <laughs> Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> Joey. <clears throat> Your love is like a giant pigeon crapping on my heart. <laughs> oh, this is a song. Uh, Phoebe. Yeah, it would have to be, right? Yeah. No, because Ross and Chandler have a band also. Oh, that's right. Okay. He's so pretty, I want to cry. Mm, Rachel? I'm a woman. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Joey. Correct. 
We better stick to the routine. We don't want to look stupid. Oh, gosh. Um, it's either Ross or Chandler. Ross. Nope. I'm sorry. Did my back hurt your knife? Monica? Phoebe. <laughs> Phoebe. Nope. <sighs> it tastes like feet. Oh, Ross. <laughs> Isn't that just kick you in the crotch, spit Spinning on your neck, neck fantastic? fantastic. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Could we be more white trash? What? <laughs> Chandler? Yep. Can open worms everywhere. Chandler. Yep. It's an electric drill. You get me, you kill me. Jeez. <laughs> um, I've got to say Chandler again. Yep. We were on a break. Ross. I have a very strong feeling this cat is my mother. <laughs> Phoebe. I got off the plane. Rachel. Your money is... Your money is mine green. Oh, your money is mine green. Mm, there's uh, no comment Monica. Here. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no it's it Ross. wasn't. It's Ross. <laughs> oh, God. Your money's mine green. Oh. She's your lobster. <laughs> Phoebe. I have to go before I put your head through a wall. <laughs> Man, I don't know this one. Joey? You don't have a Joey left. It's either Monica, Phoebe, Rachel, or Ross. Monica, Phoebe, Rachel, or Ross. I have to go before I put your head through a wall. Rachel. Nope. Hmm. This is my husband, crap bag. Phoebe. <laughs> uh... I can't say this one because one of the words is a cuss word, and I'm assuming it was bleeped. So, hey, check me out. I'm a bleep. Hey, check me out. I'm a... I don't know. <laughs> check me out. I'm a... Oh, crud. I don't even, I don't even know what the word's jo supposed to be. Is Joey one of the options? Monica, hey, check me Rachel, out, Phoebe, and Ross still. Monica. Hey, check me out. I'm a... Yep. Okay. Last one. I wish I could, but I don't want to. <laughs> I wish I could, but I don't want to. Um, Rachel, man, no. Hey, you got eighty percent, and the average score is seventy-three. So you 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 got twenty-four out of thirty. You should be proud of yourself. I started score. so well. You did. You did have a long stretch before you made a mistake. But the heartbreaking one was the one that you realized as yes. soon as I clicked. <laughs> Your money's mine, green. They're learning how to play poker. Man, no, it's Ross. It's Ross. Oh, gosh. Okay. Hey, I like that one. And the crap bag one, the name is crap bag. This is my husband. Oh, this is my husband. Crap, crap bag. bag. That's uh -huh. right. I remember that. First name crap, uh, last name bag. <laughs> 
All right. So earlier this year, Mo turned 35, and I challenged her to come up with a list of 10 things she wishes she could tell her 15-year-old self. She came through with a very thought-provoking list. Uh, We will make that episode our rewind episode for next week. Because right now that episode isn't available anywhere for you to go back and listen to. Oh. Um, when she did hers, the agreement was that I would do my own list on my birthday at the end of September. However, as we got closer to the relaunch of LTN Radio and the Back Row Morning Show, it became clear we wouldn't actually be doing a show on my birthday after all. So my list got pushed back. So, so today I'm making him fulfill his obligation. Finally. <laughs> uh, Matt, now that you're 35... <laughs> If you could travel back 20 years to your sophomore year <laughs> and deliver 10 messages to your 15-year-old self, what would you say? Okay. So this was a hard list to come up with. Yeah. And I remember when I gave you the assignment, I'm like, I have no idea what direction she's going to take this in. If she's going to try and be more funny. This is going to be a very serious thing. You went mostly serious. Uh, yeah. A couple chuckles in there, but mostly serious. Yeah. Uh, I think I've got a mostly serious list myself, though, because it was kind of hard to come up with funny ones. Mm. <sighs> because there's really there really is a lot of stuff, and when you when you give yourself that assignment of there's only ten things, it's not just is there ten things you'd like to share. It's like you can only share ten things. Yeah. It puts a limit on it and makes you really focus. So. Not to drag it out any further. (laughs) Number one, your self-worth is not defined by what other people think of you, but by God. People think about you a lot less than you worry they do. Mm. Uh, My probably entire childhood, most of my teenage years, even well into my 20s, I worried far too much about what people thought about me. And... More than just worried about what they thought, I assumed they just thought the worst mm-hmm. of me. And so I had a very low self-esteem uh, issue for a long, long time. And when you get that way, you kind of get a little bit manipulative of people, of people because you're trying to like trick them into showing that they care about you. And so you do that kind of thing. Uh, I only did this a couple times, which like you disappear. You yeah, know, like you like I've did it, done it in this church where I have been in a youth group thing or whatever, and then I just disappear. Mm-hmm. I go sit somewhere by myself and mm-hmm. I wait and see how long it takes mm-hmm. someone to notice and come find me. And the longer it takes, the worse I feel about myself. But yeah. if it happens really quickly, then I feel a little bit better. Uh, it's terribly manipulative and based on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know, it was that kind of stuff. And uh, I'll touch a little bit more on this in a second when it comes to my relationship with Daedra. But it, it, it just took a really long time for me to realize that I'm putting my <sighs> validation in the hands of people who, like, shouldn't be burdened with that. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't put how I feel on the back of everybody around me who might be dealing with the exact same and likely were when, you know, when your kids dealing with those exact same feelings of not being good enough or liked enough or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Or just tolerated. That was always my, like, you're afraid you were just the tolerated friend. Mm -hmm. Still to this day, there are times where I'm like, (laughs) I'm just here because 
I inserted myself in the picture, and now they're like, well, we can't get rid of her. So uh, I'm just here because they needed a fourth for bowling that one time, and now they feel obligated exactly. to continue to hang yeah. out with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you know, I had a had a moment in high school that kind of opened my eyes to that. Uh, Bubba on uh, you know on our, our Friday show, we we grew up together, especially in junior high and high school. And we had uh, we had a group of four of us for a while. Uh, it was me, Bubba, our friend Dakota, and our friend Jeremy. And we hung out a lot. We did a lot of cool things. Bubba was a really good, probably still is, a really good artist, like a really good freestyle hand artist. He could draw. Uh, he drew all of us in like this superhero type like physique anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I was this giant hulking guy. He was the normal kind of size guy. We had Dak as like some... Uh, tech geek kind of thing and Jeremy is some weirdo mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> they were really cool and he's like we, you should make like a you should do like a comic book you know based on these characters mm-hmm. and just from the format of how he drew all of us I assumed well obviously Bubba's going to be the leader of this comic book thing because you, you don't give the hulking you know the big guy the leadership role he's the muscle he's the guy that's standing silently in the back Mm-hmm. And Bubba's like, oh, no, I just assumed it would be you. I'm like, why? Because you're kind of the leader of, like, everything, our group, everything. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I never saw myself in that kind of position. And apparently everybody else in that group kind of did. That I was was the guy that was holding that group together kind of thing, which blew me away, first of all, because I still thought in many cases, just like you, like, no, they're, you know. They keep me around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's as much as I can say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was, it was, it was, that moment was like the first thing that started to chip away that, that nervousness in me. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, no, people actually like me. They're, they're hanging around with me because they want to, <laughs> you know, which is neat. Yeah. Um, but it did still take a really long time for me to get over that and really to put my identity in the hands of God instead of other people, mm-hmm. uh, because the way God sees you is completely different the way other people see you. Uh, and he sees you as you are completely from beginning to end. He sees your, uh, he sees before you're born all the way up through your death and all the way up through the ripples your death has and the effects of other people. Yeah. He sees everything you've done, everything you're going to do. He knows the plans he has for you and the worth and the value that he puts in uh, what he will do through you. That's that's where your identity comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where your worth comes. And that's where you should draw your self-worth. And uh, I really wish I had learned that a lot earlier in life. Ooh, yeah. I cannot go off that on was a big a really, tangent. That was a really great <laughs> list <number> there. <laughs> I cannot go off on a whole I feel like we're completely done. tangent for all of these. <laughs> Uh, number two, kind of off the same, same topic, but a little, uh, off, uh, little side to that too, is trust people more. Mm. Uh, that lack of self image also made me be distrusting of other people. And because I was, uh, sinful myself, I, I lied a lot myself. I just assumed everybody was a liar. Yes. And so I didn't trust anybody. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm obviously I'm lying and, uh. The other alternative is I'm just a terrible person and everybody else is good, so I'm not going to believe that. <laughs> but no, we don't, we don't put enough trust in other people enough. We, we tend to, um, to want to do everything on our own. 
we tend to want I mean that you know that comes out in work too, and that still comes out of me at work because I'm, I'm a control freak a little bit because <laughs> I want things to be perfect. But that also doesn't give anybody else the opportunity to prove themselves or to grow. Right. Uh, and I, I recognize that about myself, but uh, maybe I'd be in an even better place if I'd learned that when I was 15. <laughs> Number three, stop arguing with people online. Oh, oh my gosh, I was stupid when I was 15, all the way up to when I was like 22. I argued so much with people online. I have a I have like backlogs of blogs and and discussions and whatever and things to bring up when somebody says this and I still have these in my like old files, old flash drives and stuff. Uh, uh, arguments whenever somebody says this, you hit them with this, you know this kind of like I was, I was a culture warrior <laughs> online for such a long time. My brother said, you're going to be the next uh, Rush Limbaugh or whatever. I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be Rush Limbaugh, but I'm going to definitely put my thoughts out there. And I'm like, ever since being humbled by my own sin, getting into CR and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh gosh, that piddly crap is so stupid. Yeah. And there are still times, of course, when somebody says just something entirely moronic online that I feel this needs to be corrected and I start typing out an entire thing I will get paragraphs deep mm-hmm. in a response before I'm like oh, you know what happens if you push like post on this right mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen you'll be sucked in there's no coming back once it's out there and delete 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 don't do it yep. I think I've only fallen into the trap honestly two or three times since I was 22 yeah. I've managed to delete everything before I <laughs> post it every other time. Uh, all right. Number four, Daedra loves you. Daedra being my wife, uh, she started dating me when I was 15. She was 13. And it literally took me into eight years ago, maybe, before I was convinced that she wasn't just going to leave me hmm. one day, that she actually loved me. I don't know why. We had been married for many years at that point, and mm-hmm. she definitely had more options than me. <laughs> She's the looker. I'm not. <laughs> you she married up. <laughs> she could have left me many, many times for many, many better looking and better uh, 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 talented and funny kind of people. Oh, whatever. But uh, she didn't. And for some reason, that didn't dawn on me as proof. <laughs> But that was, you know, that was part of my self-esteem thing. You know, uh-huh. it's just I had this overwhelming sense, this dread in my brain that deep down nobody really likes you. Mm-hmm. And it's I feel sorry only a ma- for yeah, you. Only a matter of time before she realizes it mm-hmm. and leaves. And so they tolerate you. Yeah, that that I think we're the same in that. Regard. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. All right. Number five, collecting things can very quickly become a depressive spending habit. I uh, I collect Funko Pops, and over the years, I have collected darn near 600 of the things, most of them being roughly $12 a piece, some of them being much more, because they're either exclusives or they're retired. You can do the math in your head as to how much money that is over the course of probably six years, seven years maybe. Uh, And most of that happened within like a three to four year period where I was 
actively fighting depression. Yeah. Uh, I had, I had dealt with depression for most of my life and I had gotten over it, but then I felt it coming back on. And the thing that could stave it off for some reason was hunting for and buying Funko pop figures. And so I had this, I have still a massive collection, but I've given over half of them away. I've sold a good portion of them, given half of them away over time. Now I'm just down to the core things that I actually care about and like to collect. But uh, even that's going to dwindle down soon. But uh, that's that's something that my mother dealt with. My mother dealt with a depre- depressive spending habit, and my dad never talked to her about it. He just let her run up a massive amount of debt for mm-hmm. many, many years, uh, which is why it was kind of a shock to my mom when my dad passed away. And she's like, oh, what, I can't just like spend anything that I want? <laughs> I'm like, no, nope, you can't. We'll help you, but... <laughs> Gonna have to learn to be on a budget now. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life. <clears throat> yeah, like she still has thoughts. Of, it's like she has a relatively new car. It's like a 2015. But she even asked me today. He's like, you know, how much longer do you think I can drive this car before I need to buy a new one? <laughs> I'm like, has anything wrong with it? No, but it's like five years old. I'm almost at fifty thousand miles. Fifty thousand? You've you've not driven fifty thousand miles in five years? Is that? Well, I mean, it's almost at 50. <laughs> you'll, you'll probably get another 10 years out of this before you need to even consider buying a new car. Right. But my, that's, you know, that's what would happen. My yeah. mom would buy new, she'd trade in vehicles, she'd buy a new dog, all kinds of, you know, spend all kinds of little money on electronics that she'll get bored with in a month. Yeah. You know, that's just what she did. And I picked up that habit very early on yeah, uh, and did the exact same thing and still can to this day if I don't rein myself in. So, yeah. Mm. Number six, it's okay to say no to people. I'm going to need you to repeat that. It's okay to say no, especially like in a church setting where they're asking you to do something when you already do like seven other things and you're burnt out. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say no. Even if it's like a good thing that they're asking you to do, it's okay to say no. I'm going to repeat it. Guys, it's okay to say no. Don't burn yourself out. <sighs> mm-hmm. I think that's something that everyone, well, maybe not everyone, because I do know Some people a couple get off people. On saying no. <laughs> yeah, I do know a couple people that are like, I already do this. I ain't doing that. Right. And it's okay. You definitely don't want to be rude about it. Right. But, you know, you can explain to someone, I, I would love to help you. I really would. But I've already got so much on my plate and I really can't afford any more time devoted to something else. Yeah. And that's, that's a good answer mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you're telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you know your limits. God knows your limits. Don't, uh, don't feel pressured to do something just because nobody else seems to be stepping up at the time. God is obviously preparing somebody else for that role and is waiting on them to say yes. Either that or it's actually not something that God wants Needs to, to happen, happen right now. at true. that That's moment. also a possibility. You know, it very well. It's okay if someone approaches you about something, your answer is no, and then it still doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. That's not fault on your part. Yeah. And there's been there's been a couple things that have come up in the last few years that you know needed a leader needed somebody to do it and I'm just like Ugh, 
I can't. Yeah. I cannot. But in the last few years, I have felt God leading, you know, leading something on my heart of, you know, you should like lead a Bible study. You should do something for the people in your age group because that's not happening in our church. Mm -hmm. And I've been like, no, that's not what you're telling me. <laughs> you talking to the, your your communication lines are getting yes, Lord, bouncing I off the you. wrong satellite. Who here. am I supposed to relay that message to? <laughs> and so uh, recently, our pastor came up. He's like, "Hey, we we got to get something started for for you guys' age group." But the problem is, I can't lead it. Uh, and so he looked at all four of us, all four of us leaders here, and it's like, "So one of you need to lead it." <laughs> And I'm just sitting there. Didn't even give him time for discussion. I'm like, oh, crap. All right, it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just love uh, God? Yep, yep. <laughs> I think when he makes it so clear, puts it right in your lap. Hey, you know this thing? You know this thing I've been, been talking to you about here for the last six months? Remember this? Here it is. Mm. Here's that time. Like, fine, 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 <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven, accountability is key to not letting bad habits become addictions. Uh, 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 something I wish I had. I knew this in high school. I knew this at 15. I wish I had taken that seriously. Mm. Uh, I let several addictions and, and character defects really spiral my life out of control. Could have uh, destroyed it or taken it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, in the end, and it is only by the grace of God that, uh, I was able to escape by the skin of my teeth from that, uh, life, honestly. And, uh, had I trusted other people, had I, had I asked for accountability in those areas, uh, this stuff wouldn't have happened. Uh, I'd be in a much better, uh, well, you know, you say that. Right. You know, again, God takes the, the garbage that you've done in your past and builds it into something good. So I'm, I feel like I'm in a great place. I feel like I'm in the better, best, best place I've ever been with that as the catalyst. But I also would have really liked to not have gone through that period <laughs> or put my wife through that period or my family. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's... Uh, Get that, get that stuff under control. Get some friends. Get some people that you can trust. Share with them your actual struggles and burdens. Uh, if I'd have done that at 15, I'd be happier for sure. Mm. Number eight, prayer is essential. This seems like an obvious one to a believer, and yet it's for a lot of us, definitely for me, it's hard to make a habit of it. It's hard to really make that your go-to thing. Uh, in all situations, it's hard to not, uh, it's hard to pray without ceasing, you know, to be in that mindset of like always being in communication with God, not mm -hmm. just, you know, it's not like you're opening a phone call when you clasp your hand together and close your eyes and then hanging up at amen, but to actually be in constant contact with God and letting that kind of guide your, your thoughts and your actions to actually discuss your choices throughout the day with him before you make them, those kind of things, this kind of mindset of framing the world through, uh, framing the world and your reactions to it through the lens of prayer. Uh, it's a really good habit, one that I still to this day struggle with uh, keeping up. Mm. Number nine, uh, if you're just 
joining us. This is the list of 10 things I would tell my 15-year-old self if I could, which is 20 years ago. Number nine, model God's love, grace, and justice. Kind of springing off of the arguing with people online, mm. you know, that was my mentality, not just online, but in the world. I, I, uh, I wanted to be all about defending, uh, defending doctrine, defending Christianity, you know, charging after atheists and, uh, you know, you know, just basically picking fights in the name of God, quote mm-hmm. unquote. And when somebody was living in a quote unquote sinful way, you know, I would attack them, not love them, not try and empathize with them and how they got to this point or anything of that nature, completely ignoring my own hypocritical, sinful nature. And it's just, it's a bad mode to travel in. And unfortunately, that's a a mode a lot of Christians, a lot of believers travel in 24 7. When you can frame the way you react with the world, especially unbelievers in this world, with God's love, grace, and at the same time, justice, that really changes your outlook on a lot of things. But it gives you a better uh, understanding of why you are the way you are, what God has planned for you, and what God can have planned for anybody who hasn't yet made an ex- you know made that choice to follow him. Mm-hmm. Um, standing up for uh, the voiceless, standing up for the people that can't stand up for themselves, loving them, giving people the benefit of the doubt, not jumping to conclusions, not assuming the worst of people, all these small little things that add up to such big societal changes when more and more people can do them. Uh, I wish I had that mindset when I was younger and... Uh, I feel like I have that mindset more and more today. Definitely not perfect at it, but uh, I am grateful uh, that my eyes have at least been open to that, to where I can do my best to, to model those things as often as I can. And then lastly, the good times make the bad times worth it. There have been... And I will talk about specifically with marriage. There have been several bad times in my marriage. We have had several bad years in the 15 years we've been married. There have been times where something that I've done or something that she's done at different periods in our marriage could have ended a marriage. Mm -hmm. And there were several, several months straight where neither of us were happy. But because we made a commitment to love each other, not just in the good times, but in the bad times, for better or for worse, because we understood what those words meant, we at least had a baseline commitment of, no matter how unhappy we are here, we're not going to quit. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I know that I I never wanted to quit. I never got to the point where I'm like, I want a divorce. I don't. I can't. I don't know if I can say the same for Deidre. I don't know. We've never really discussed that. If she ever had that thought, uh, even briefly during those bad times. But I do know that neither of us have ever given it an actual 
thought of let's do it. Let's yeah. end it. Let's voice it. Yeah. Let's say this. Yeah. Right. It's been a, we're going to be miserable for a little bit and we're going to try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And we have. Yeah. And we got through it. And, you know, I think that a lot of people who enter marriage and enter those season, which I would assume is most marriages, enter a season where you, neither of you are happy. Yeah. You get to this, you convince yourselves that there's no way you can get back to happy. And so you end it. And I mean, I, I can't, I, I'm not judging. I can understand that thought. And that's definitely a fear that I had. I'm sure it's a fear that Deidre had, that we won't get back to happy. But that doesn't mean that it's true. Mm-hmm. People do change. People do grow. Sometimes people grow in different ways apart. That's okay. That doesn't mean that your marriage won't work. Right. And that doesn't mean you can't grow together in many ways. That might mean changing some things up. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But you can work your way back to happy. And uh, a lot of that comes down to trusting God to bring you through the times when you don't feel like you can bring yourself through the times, let alone help your spouse get through those times. A lot of it comes down to just believing on the fact that God blesses marriage when you entered into it and that he's going to continue to bless it. And then just waiting, praying, doing what you can to grow closer together little by little Mm -hmm. until things start meshing again and Mm -hmm. things get better. Uh, I can't imagine life without my wife and I would never want to because the way that I've grown has been when we were dating for five years, she was my savior. Mm. Like she was my idol. I put her in God's position and it took a couple years into our marriage for God to really show me, Hey, it's kind of why things are going downhill. Yeah. She shouldn't be burdened with being your idol. Mm. That's kind of an unattainable goal. You're setting her up for a fall. That's setting you up for a fall. Mm-hmm. And it took God you know, removing me from her for a season to really understand what it meant to rely on him instead of relying on her for mm-hmm. my self-worth, for my, for my growth, for my identity as, as a man, as a believer, as a husband. And I think at the same time, God worked on her in, in many of the same ways. And so when we were growing back together again, we were growing in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that, you know, age old sermon illustration of that triangle, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you two are on the bottom points of the triangle. God's at the top point. The closer you grow to get to God, the closer together you are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's really a, an accurate thing when of course you, both of you have to be in it. Both of you have to be in it hundred percent to go that direction. But uh, when you can accomplish that, it's blessed by yeah. God. And so there are going to be bad times. And not just in marriage, your whole life. There are going to be bad times. But placing those bad times in God's hands and trusting him with them, you'll see the truth of God taking all the bad times and using them 
for good, mm-hmm. for your good and for his glory. It's really a true phenomenon, and it's a crazy thing to think about. It's a crazy thing to think about some of your worst sins or your worst mistakes or your worst failures actually ending up being a good thing. Right. It's a weird thing to think about. If I could go back and change this mistake I made, I wouldn't because then I wouldn't be who I am now because this is who I want to be. That's a weird thing to think about and a weird way to live when you really start thinking about it deeply. But it's because of this crazy, unexplainable grace of God. Mm -hmm. And trusting in that is what really puts a firm foundation on a good life. Maybe not always a happy life. Maybe not always a prosperous life. This isn't your best life now. Your best life now is in heaven. But... It's a reasonably good life. Yeah. It's a reasonably happy life, which uh, is more than we deserve, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) And should be seen as a fantastic gift. Mm -hmm. (sighs) That was my list. You feel like you just. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. Emotionally unloaded. It's tough, but then you look back and you're like, okay, yeah. That's a lot of good realizations, yeah. Yeah. When it's writing this list, a lot of good realizations. To me, I enjoy looking back and kind of having those realizations and kind of thinking of how my family's legacy is going to be different because of things that I've realized, Mm -hmm. because of those, those changes from my teenage years that, and I think that as your boys get older, you'll realize and you'll kind of have those aha moments where you're like, okay, they're not doing the same things that I was doing at 15 because I can look back and I can say, you know what, let me implant some wisdom here. Let me just share a bit of my heart and share a bit of my truth so that you don't have to struggle in the same ways that I struggled. That's, uh, Actually, this past uh, Thursday night at Celebrate Recovery, that's something that I talked about. I touched on a bit of, you know, addictions and character defects and flaws like that tend to be generational. Yeah. When we aren't aware of them and when we aren't uh, working to hand them over to God. And essentially, I came up with a line on the spot there saying, if we're not handing our struggles over to God, we're going to hand them to our children instead. Yeah. And that's really, really true. And honestly, still... A big fear of mine yeah. <laughs> with my kids because I know what it was like going through what I went through. Mm-hmm. And I pray that they don't. And honestly, uh, optimistically so far, I'm not seeing the same kind of personality in my kids that I had at their age. Right. Which uh, gives me a bit of hope. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be more like uh, my wife's family, which all had pretty good self-esteem for most of their lives. <laughs> Uh, that's a good thing. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we will share our latest Twitter poll. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> latest Twitter. I'm not sure if this is the right Twitter poll or not. Okay. But a Twitter poll. Okay. More one of our latest ones. <laughs> more backroom morning show to come. <laughs> Goodness, it's Monday. I stink at show prep sometimes. Sorry. (laughs) What up, nerd? 
We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, and things are winding down for the day. Uh, but first, uh, we are gearing up for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which, you know, like we said earlier in the show, we thought was canceled and is still kind of happening, even though it's a little bit different. Hmm. But it's going to be on our TVs, and that makes me uh, excited. <laughs> so the question I actually took to Twitter and asked our uh, listeners was, what is your favorite part of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Okay. Give you four options. Balloons, floats and singers, Broadway acts, or marching bands. What do you think okay. was the number one? So I don't think marching bands is number one because it's rare that when we watch it on television that we actually get to see the marching bands. You see like a bit of it, little bits and pieces. But what you don't see are you, like are you watching on the CBS channel? <laughs> don't watch on CBS. What? They don't get the main feed. I feel like you don't get the whole, like, a full marching band experience as they're walking through. On NBC, really? once they get in, uh, NBC is the one that broadcasts it right in front of Macy's at the green, green staging area. Okay. Everything stops there and oh. performs. Sure, the marching band might only be like a minute. But they stop and they perform. Mm. It's not just them walking by like on CBS. CBS is like uh, a mile down the road and yeah, they don't have a stage. I guess area. that's what I've watched all these years. All these years. That wow. Sad. Okay. Um, <laughs> so my argument's invalid. Um, I think I'm going to say the floats. I think that's going to be number one. Balloons. Number one by a lot, uh, 39.1%. Floats and Singers was the last one. Okay, can I actually just like <laughs> kick myself real quick? Because here's my issue. When I think float, and I know I'm wrong. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'll go into this saying I know I'm wrong. But when I think float, I'm really meaning balloons. <laughs> because they, they float. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, Mo. I know. Oh. I know. I know. And listen, I've been in plenty of parades my life, so I know that a float, I know what a float is. I, I Anyway, forget it. So that's what you meant. You meant I balloons. I meant balloons. I said float. I Listen, if this was like for a million dollars, I would still be broke. So I get that. Okay. Well, I'll give it to you then. <laughs> balloons was the number one answer. Followed by marching bands, 23.9, oh, okay. then Broadway acts at 19.6, and floats and singers at 14.7, or okay. uh, 17.4. So I would have said Broadway number two. Yeah. Balloons number one. That's what I meant. Balloons number one. Broadway number two. It depends on the year with the Broadway. So that's what happens on NBC. The coverage of it starts at like 9 p.m. or, or 9 a.m., I mean. 
whenever it starts. And that first whole hour is just Broadway's acts mm. at the green screen, green stage area, because the parade is still way down uh, the street. Okay. You know, it, it doesn't get to that Macy's Day Parade thing until towards the end. That's about the end where it gets in front of Macy's. And so you have to wait for the parade to get there. And that might be why you start with CBS, because it shows up on CBS like 30, 40 minutes sooner. <laughs> yeah, you're probably accurate in yeah. that. Uh-huh. But you get so much more show with NBC. Yeah. Um, so you were saying it depends on the year for Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. Last year was my favorite year for Last Broadway. Last year was good. But do you know why? No, why? Uh, because Beetlejuice was one of the shows. It was. And do you know who was like front and center the entire time? Hmm. Our friend Rafer, his brother Ramon. Really? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. He is a Broadway performer. Yeah, I knew and, that, but I didn't know he was in yeah, he, the Beetlejuice production. Uh-huh. That's yep. cool. So the whole time I'm like watching... Because Rafer had said something on Facebook about how yeah. his brother was going to be on. So the whole time I'm watching and I'm like, that's him. That's him. That's him. <laughs> Every time he'd come across the screen, there he is. There he is again. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. All right, Mo, let's end with our verse for the day. <laughs> verse for the day is John 14, 23. Jesus answered him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. That is going to do it for our show today. Be sure you check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd and specifically with LTN LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love That Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at, at the Back Row LTN, at LTN On Air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, just in case you ever miss a day, find the morning side. So- uh, no, that was oh, our wow. last show. Wow. The Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, (laughs) Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Something along the lines of God loves this podcast, and so do I. We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. for our Thanksgiving episode. And on Thanksgiving, no show, but be prepared for a full day of Christmas music. Mo, what's your final thought? Ooh. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Early. And remember, almost. If nobody else tells you, it's Monday. You, we promise it's true. <gasps> Jesus loves you, nerd.